Hello and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about something I call recalibration periods. More to come on that in a moment. First, let's settle in together with the sound of the bells. Okay, so a topic theme that I've been integrating more in my teachings the last couple of years, talking about more explicitly, is the theme of alignment. I discuss it in different ways. Uh, one of the entry points into that conversation is learning to parse the distinction between what we might call the ego voice and the soul voice. And if we orient to the ego as this um, sense of what we should do and how we should behave or even a, a list of subconscious programmings about what to say, what to believe, how to act that's based on survival mechanisms, ideas we've learned throughout our lives of who we need to be in order to be safe, loved, and protected, then we can imagine how much of our life is often driven by that ego space. And as I've mentioned before, living purely from that ego space uh, is, it can never lead us to fulfillment because the arising of the ego and everything it believes in comes from some fundamental experience of being separated and wounded and not good enough. And so all the patterns that arise from that place are, are basically trying to, to get that. But there's a delusion to it because the trying to get that comes from this idea of once that's all arranged, once that's all safe and I'm protected and I have this and that, all these things I, I didn't have that I thought I needed, once that's all good, then I'll be complete, then I'll be happy. And part of maturity, especially spiritual maturity, is the recognition that there is no arrangement of external conditions or people in your life or things that makes that go away, that gives that fundamental sense of completeness, of okayness, of deep fulfillment and peace that is just there to your core. It can give you temporary moments of that where the chemical cocktail of like, need to get that, need to get that, and then you get it, it kind of uh, subsides and it's like, oh, I made it. But, you know, it's like the next day or the next week or the next month, it's just whatever was unresolved in your being will will be there waiting for you. And so living from this place, from uh, an ego-driven place, which again, I know I already gave the background of this, but when you hear ego-driven, don't think like high and mighty or I'm only doing this for myself. The typical way we think of ego, it's much, there's many more layers to it and there's a lot of positive intention to it and often it doesn't express itself as like, I'm the best. You know, so that's a it's a one-dimensional uh, way of thinking about the ego. So, uh, living from this place, it over time uh, can not only be exa- exhausting or feel like a bit of a roller coaster, but there can come a point where we just realize, like, 
all of these strategies that I've been using to try to get the thing that I thought I needed, they just, it's not working. And I've put myself now in a position, or I've found myself, I think it's better to say, I found myself in a position where I have all of these ideas, or I've been living with all of these ideas and motivations to try to get somewhere, and now I'm disillusioned by those patterns. I'm, I'm seeing the limitations of them because I've played them out so many times thinking they were going to be the thing. And, you know, not only just over the course of months or like a year, but maybe over decades. And sometimes these things need that long in order to be seen through. And so we find ourselves sometimes in, in these periods where we are actually disillusioned by these older ways of relating to our life. And we could just say these like ego-driven based ways of relating to our life. And that those are times that really drop us into a conversation with a different aspect of ourselves because that's where we, we actually show up in a very sincere, earnest, humble way, asking ourselves, if it wasn't that, if this isn't working, then, then what will? What else is there? And that, even though it, you know, maybe from the mainstream or certain vantage points can look like a weakness, that not knowing can look like a weakness, I can't emphasize enough how spiritually sacred that inquiry is, that humility is. Because you're, you're now at the edge of your ego structure. You, you've reached the boundary of it and you have an opportunity to open up into something else, a new way of relating to your life. Or you can get scared and try to control and convince yourself that, wait, no, I do know what to do. I just need to do this one more thing and kind of reinforce those old patterns. And that way, then you just like double down on ego. You add more ego to the ego. So you get sometimes get to these places where you're at the edge there. I, I genuinely don't know. And this is where I, I want to give you the invitation to pause and view this as an opportunity. Not just, uh, not just like a normal opportunity, but potentially a, a handful of or one of the biggest opportunities you can have in your life, especially if this is your, your first time entering into that space. Because this is the space that you do the recalibration. This is where all of that energy, let's say the anxious energy, the controlling energy, the convincing energy, all the stuff that's been buoying your human up through the world, getting you the promotion, keeping you in the relationship, convincing you that, you know, I, I like my life for this reason, I should be grateful and all everything's good and at least I have it better than these people or whatever, whatever it is that's running through your head on a day-to-day -day basis that's just like keeping you going, keeping you going, keeping you going, that keeps you going to an extent. We can bow to it and appreciate it, but like it's also exhausting, right? And so here you're in a place where that has, at least for a period, stopped. 
and it's no longer buoying you. And now you feel the absence of that, the absence of being buoyed, but also what you have to meet when you're no longer buoyed in that way. What's been beneath the surface? What hasn't been confronted? What hasn't been processed? What aspects of a a deeper soul whisper have been there but have just been dampened if not you know completely suppressed by all of the noise of the mind and emotional reactivity or or trauma that has created an overactivation or an underactivation in the system all these things right and so there's a lot that can be met in these moments of uh, of disillusionment with our old strategies and it can be scary and it can cause us to want to bring more ego online more convincing ourselves we know what to do or just try the next strategy and this is again the opportunity to pause and to let all of that kind of just exist all of that noise let it start to settle let it slow you down and use this as a space to really tune your instrument the instrument of your inner listening the instrument of your inner knowing that has been there all your life but is much quieter than the activation of the mind than the activation of the world around you and all the different familial relational cultural inputs that create a lot of emotion and and thought right that quieter soft pulse of oh this feels like me hmm this feels true right now oh i feel pulled in this direction nothing's trying to argue me into it it's not saying you need to do this or else the worst thing's going to happen it's just this quiet invitation into your life, into an opening, into spaciousness. That, we could say, is the soul voice, or just some deeper place beyond the, the mind or the ego. Some call it the higher self, some might call it awareness, some might call it uh, spirit. We could also just view it as like life force, Right before a kid has all these ideas of who they should be, what is sort of the the pulse that's moving through them and inspiring them to explore and be and express? So we all have this. You don't have to subscribe to some spiritual doctrine to align with this. Any human who's spent some time looking at their thoughts and their emotions and their sensations and seeing that there's a looker behind all of it and and feeling that there's a distinction between leading your life from a place of anxiety, fear, and self-consciousness versus a place of interest, curiosity, and inspiration. These are fundamental human things. We just put different language on it to to understand it or to communicate it. So I'm just... When I say soul voice, I'm talking to that different place. And so these recalibration periods where we've reached the limits of what our, uh, of our conviction around the ego, they drop us into the space of the unknown, 
We don't know what to do. We don't want to be here. It's uncomfortable. But at the same time, usually there's something within us that it's not only disillusioned by the old strategies, but it senses that there's, there's got to be something more. And it can take some time, depending on you know how long we've spent our life maybe disembodied or overriding or uh, just outsourcing our knowing to someone else. If, if that's been happening for decades, it can take some time for this for ourselves to get uh, for this to get refined and reattuned. And from my vantage point, in terms of like what it means to come into this human experience, the the listening to that is is potentially the greatest work you could do in this lifetime. It's the greatest gift you can give yourself because it informs everything else. It informs the relationships you go into, how you parent, how you express what you do, what you pursue. It all comes from this foundational capacity to attune and listen. And so that the process to getting there can take time. And the main thing I want to offer you in this episode is if you find yourself in, in one of these periods, these in-between periods, to really view them as recalibration periods and to be ruthlessly patient, ruthlessly patient with yourself and with the unfolding of this, the reattunement, because it's not always something that just takes a week or a month. I sure wish it did. But I've been in one that is like really just wrapping up uh, for about five years. And it didn't mean that I didn't enjoy my life during those five years. I had a lot of fun during those five years. But there was this low-grade confusion and ambiguity and not knowing and feeling like I was between selves for a while. Like an older way of relating to the world was was uh, dying or shifting, or maturing, and then this new way wasn't quite there yet, and it creates this limbo period that's quite disconcerting. But it can't be accelerated. It, it has a timeline of of its own and it's based on your particular <laughs> karmic variables and makeup and uh, whatever has preceded this moment there's a m- momentum to it all that is beyond you and it, it doesn't mean you can't use your your free will to lean into it and to read and to understand and to listen to stuff like this in a way that supports it but at the end of the day with it all you relate to it in the best way you can and you're trying different things out and you're pursuing different ideas and you're you know figuring out is this what interests me and all that but with you put that input in and then you're just left with awareness of just like oh how does this impact what's coming up now and then a deep deep permission for that all to unfold the way it will for insights to arise when they will, for confusion to be there as it is. And at times it will feel like you're in more control than you really are. You know, you might 
do something and it triggers an insight and it's like, oh yeah, so I just got to do more of that. And then you try to do that and you get the total opposite result. My experience with this, this whole thing just like has a, a life of its own. And I've found that to be comforting in a way, uh, like deeply comforting, not, not in a way of like, a, oh, it's like a pacifier, but like profoundly spiritual, com- spiritually comforting, recognizing that there's, there are the momentum and the process and the integration and the unfolding of this is just way bigger than anything my mind could possibly think or anything that it it could be in control of. And so on the micro level, you know, we we show up each day, what's alive for me, where is this pulling me, what do I want to explore? And and then on like the macro deeper level, there's just like a level of, of faith and surrender and patience until it's clearer on a moment-to-moment basis of this do to do this next. And it's not coming from the ego place. And we don't feel the, the pulse of inspiration from the ego place. It doesn't have the same resonance as before of like, oh, if I do this and I'm going to be uh, complete or I just got to get there and then I'll be happy or that anxious feeling or, you know, going into relationships where you get like some trauma bonding or you go on a date with someone. It's just like, oh my God, it's every, everything I ever wanted there. You know, this is a perfect person and you're already going through getting married and having kids and all, you know, dying all together, all this stuff, right? Like that is often coming from an ego place as, as well. And so, you know, we, We've seen those patterns before in ourselves. It's why we've hit a point of disillusionment with our egoic way of living. And because we know what that's like and because we know what we don't want to do anymore, we wait until there's a a truer sense of, oh, this is me. This is the place in me that I want to live my life. And all you really have at the end of the day is that is your deep listening and then what arises as as a say yes is this a no or is this an i don't know and i think all of that gets refined further and further and further with time but we're just choosing to meet it's, it's not this right now it doesn't feel like this it's a no and this there's something about this that feels like a yes at this point and we let that begin to guide us but the calibration, the recalibration to get there can sometimes take time before it's more anchored into us. And sometimes it's weeks and months where we're just getting like little glimpses of it until it starts again. Uh, it's a new momentum and we get more firmly anchored into this new way of orienting to our life. And that is an initiation. That is a significant initiation that fundamentally changes everything that proceeds that moment. So my wish for you and my invitation for you is to have patience through that, to get excited when those recalibration periods are happening, even though they can be absolutely miserable and the furthest thing from excitement. Allow there as much as possible to be a backdrop of awareness in the background that goes, this is awful, but I know something significant and meaningful is happening because of it. I wish you well 
I stand you stand with you arm in arm in that process. And I am deeply grateful and proud of you and anyone who ventures into that territory with sincerity, with willingness, and with curiosity. So thank you for your practice, as always. If you enjoy this podcast, one simple way to support is just a review on Apple Podcasts. It goes a long way for helping other people find the podcast. And I also really like reading all of the podcast reviews because otherwise there's no way for me to really hear from you about it because it's a one-way channel. So if you want to leave a message there, it's very much appreciated. And also if you'd like more support, but in written form, you can join our free daily text community uh, every day. A text message goes out around 11 a.m. Eastern time. It's short, something simple to contemplate and think about throughout the rest of the day. And if uh, you want to join that, you can just text the word podcast to 1-631-305-2874. And uh, that's free. You can unsubscribe at any time if you don't want to be a part of it. And I won't know if you unsubscribe, so you won't hurt my feelings. All right, everyone. Thanks so much. Lots of love. Talk to you tomorrow. And until then, take care.